Well, hello, and welcome to another 10-Minute Discipleship. At 10-Minute Discipleship, we aim to give you bite-sized chunks of discipleship that hopefully Jesus can use to bless you in your life. So before we get started today, our episode is going to be on a living hope. But before we get into that, I want to pray for our time together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word, Lord, and thank you for giving us your truth. Thank you for revealing yourself to us through your word, Lord. We pray that our time today through this message um, can be a time that is not wasted, Lord, um, that you would speak to what ails us in our hearts, Lord, that you would look at the ruin and the hurts and the pain that we might have, Lord, um, the lies that we hear from the enemy, and Lord, that you would cast them out, that you would bring us closer to yourself, that we could see your undying light, and we can know, Lord, that you love us, and that you are going to see us through no matter what enemy or trial we may be facing. Help us to believe that, Lord. Help us to preach it in our hearts, Lord. Help us to speak it in our mind, Lord. Fortify our souls. And may we give you all the glory in it, as my pastor always likes to say. We ask all this to the praise of your glory in the name of our one and only Savior, Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, amen. All right, so let's get into it. Today, um, the scriptures we're going to be looking at are 1 Peter 3, 9, excuse me, 1 Peter 1, 3 through 9. You know, as we're getting into our scriptures, um, you know, there's a lot of voices we can hear. There's a lot of things and there's a lot of areas in this life that seek to grab and arrest the attention of your mind, of your heart, and they can come in all different ways. They can come in dreams, they can come in the very kinds of media that we listen to, the kinds of music that we bring into our life. But one thing that's kind of a, a singular truth about all of that is, is what, what are we letting into our soul? What are we letting into our mind? What are we feeding on? What are we bringing into our hearts? There's so many voices that can speak to us, can speak to me, and can speak to you. And so many of those voices are not good. So many of those voices speak lies. Lies that can come from the enemy of our soul to steal, kill, and destroy, to tear you down from the purpose and the calling and the wonderful truth of knowing that you have a loving God who is all-powerful, who created you, yes, I mean you, for a purpose. I want to preach to you today this truth that Jesus Christ, the one, is our living hope. He is the living hope of mankind. And that living word is extremely important because the living hope means that there's nothing, nothing can thwart his hope, who is Christ, God's hope for you. There was a time in my life where the enemy came and he attacked in all of his power, with all of his spiritual warfare, 
to tear down the strongholds of my mind. But God did something for me. It was his undying light that would not let me fall and succumb to the lie of the enemy. And he brought me back by his almighty hands to his unbreakable, forever, always and forever hope that can only come through knowing and loving him. Today's podcast is all about our living hope. The point, the aim of our podcast today is simply this. God's hope is forever. God's hope is eternal. And nothing can keep you from his hope. And if you have a hard time hearing that today, then maybe the word you need to hear is that God, Jesus, loves you with an everlasting love. Jesus wants the very best for your life. He knows all that we go through and he promises us his hope to help to see us through all that we go through. The question I want us to think about and ponder together as we come into our scriptures is this. Why? Why does the human soul need hope? You know, if I was trying to simplify and define what hope is, what is the essence? What is this thing, this substance, this idea, this virtue that so many cultures and so many people through all the ages have talked about? What does it mean, right? What is hope? I would try to define it like this. Hope is believing in a brighter future. Do we believe in a brighter future? So, start things out if you want to grab your Bibles. We're going to be in 1 Peter, the first chapter, um, chapter 1, verse 3. We're going to read that together. Let's go to the Word. The heading is A Living Hope. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know, as we're looking into our scriptures, right, as we're, we're trying to meditate together and study God's word, I want you to see from the very beginning of these scriptures that God is worthy. The word says here is blessed be the God. God is the creator. God is greater than anything in all of creation. And he is the God and Lord of his son, Jesus Christ, our hope. He, God, is the living hope of mankind. And there is nothing that is more worthy that we can look to. Nothing that is more worthy for us to seek than the one true and living God. He 
is best blessed beyond anything in all creation. I want to ask you this question. If God is ultimately worthy, then what does he have to say to you and to me today about his hope? The other thing I want you to see there in verse 3 is God talks about the new birth. And I, we don't have time on our podcast, but you can go to John chapter 3. And in John chapter 3, Nicodemus comes to Jesus. And Jesus talks to him and speaks an amazing and profound truth. He says that the flesh gives birth to flesh, but only the spirit can give birth to the spirit. So this regeneration, this new birth, this new life that he's talking about here in these scriptures is our spiritual new birth that comes when we believe and trust and know that Jesus Christ died for us. But don't lose sight of what chapter or verse 3 is saying because it's saying that he's giving us this new birth and he's bringing us in to something, right? What is it that he's bringing us into? A living hope. You see, God tells us in his word that we have a glorious future. He promises to give us life that is everlasting, that never ends. And we get to live with him forever in his kingdom, in his heaven. It's something that is worth more than gold. It's something that is worth more than all of the precious and glimmering and shimmering things of this world that fade because it's eternal and it's forever. And it comes from the creator himself. I want to ask you this question. What if our glorious future has more, you got to get this, has more to do with God and being and living with him than anything else? What if the glory of heaven has everything to do about God and living with him? You know, the Bible, one of the key verses in all the Bible that is themed all the way throughout his word is he said, I will be your God and you will be my people. Another thing we see there in the very end of the verses is it talks about the resurrection. And we're just coming out of Easter. We're, we're seeing the hope that God gave through his son, Jesus but we're seeing something very important because we live in a world where there's death. We live in a world that has decay, that has the bondage of sin. We see all the things in our world that God calls the birth pains. But we see something about his hope in all of that because he's talking about how he brings something that is dead, something that is seems hopeless, and he gives it life, the resurrection, his resurrection power. It shows that there's nothing 
that God can't do. There's no part of our life that's ruined or destroyed or stained by sin that God cannot heal. There's no darkness that God cannot overcome. His hope can be our hope. Christ's life can be our life. His salvation can be our salvation. And we see something in Christ's resurrection. We see that he has victory. He proves the power that he has. He proves how worthy he is in his victory over something that many people have called the great equalizer of our life. The reality that's something that we all will be facing, which is that we will die someday. But God and Jesus' resurrection proves that God holds the power over death and he promises us something. Let's keep going. We're going to be reading 1 Peter 4 and 5. So let's read that together. And into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading, reserved in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power for the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. I think what we need to first start out when we're looking in those scriptures is that it's God himself who protects his promise of hope. We cannot get past verse 4. We have, as my my pastor was saying in his last sermon just for Sunday on Easter that we got to hang our hats on the trust and faith to know that it's God himself that holds it. Nothing is greater and nothing can defeat our God. So our hope is beyond something of ourselves. It's beyond humanity. It's beyond the, all of creation to something even more glorious, something that's even greater who is our creator. Nothing can thwart God. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that nothing can stop God? If nothing can stop God, then what does that mean about what he promises us in his hope? The next thing we're going to see in these verses is the incredible and tremendous importance and value of our faith. You know, these scriptures talk about our faith shielding us. When you think about a shield, what do you think about? What is a shield used for? A shield is used for protection. You see, God knows that we're going to go through many trials. God knows that the enemy is going to attack our souls. He's going to attack our mind. And he's going to send those weapons of spiritual warfare that are designed to tear you down. But God does not leave you without any kind of defense. God does not leave you forsaken. He gives you something. It's a shield. It's a protection against all that avails you, all that comes against you in life. And you cannot lose sight of that shield because that shield 
is our faith. It's believing and trusting in God no matter what you go through. Faith in our pursuit of this hope, right? When we're, we're unpacking this idea of God's hope for us, I want to use this illustration. Have you ever been in your life, right? Have you ever tried to be fumbling around for a light switch? You know everything's dark. You've been in the dark. You can't see anything. You, you literally can't see anything. You're, you're just fumbling around in the darkness for that light switch. But the thing is, when you're fumbling around for that light switch, you know it's there. Though you cannot see it, you trust and you know that that light is there. And then as you're finally fumbling through it, you feel it. Your, your fingers come around the light switch and you realize you found that light. And then you turn it on. Our living hope that God promises is just like that light switch. Because you might be going through the darkness. You might be going through trials. You might be hearing the lies of the enemy that you believed that are tearing you down and destroying your strongholds. But you can't lose sight of that faith, right? You cannot lose sight of the undying light who is Christ. And he loves you. And he wants you to continue to trust him, even when you're fumbling through the darkness, because his light is undying. What if the light switch of your life was your faith? And all you needed to do right now in your life was activated. So we're going to finish up our podcast. We're going to be in the last few verses there in 1 Peter. We're going to read verses 6 through 9 together. The word of God says this, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, more precious than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, that means Jesus, right? Though you have not seen Jesus, you love him. And though you do not see Jesus, him, now, you believe in him and rejoice with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Now that you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your soul. The truth that the word is preaching to our hearts today in these scriptures is that we can find joy in Jesus. Don't lose sight of the joy of knowing Jesus. For he has brought you to this place. All of that you're going through, all that you've gone through, all the, the days you've lived your life has brought you to a place through a seasons of your life for a time such as this. God has brought you to this place, and we've got to believe that. 
and he promises us his joy. What if every trial and every struggle was God preparing you for his calling and purpose for you? So there's a lot we can see in these scriptures about what God has to preach to our souls about what his hope is. His hope is living. It is a living hope. God says in that hope, he has given us a new birth, right? A spiritual birth that has only possible through the Holy Spirit. We are born again and it's into something. It's into the living hope that he promises. He takes something from death in the resurrection power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he promises his resurrection life for us to endure and continue. God keeps this living hope and he protects it by his almighty hand because God is all powerful. There is nothing no enemy, no lie that you can hear from the world that seeks to steal, kill, and destroy your hope because God himself keeps it and protects it and he gives it to you. Our faith is the shield we need to continue on in his hope. Our joy in Christ is the fuel that we need to continue on in our walk of faith. And it's only through our faith in Jesus Christ that we can experience and we can receive the glory of his undying lights and his promise of a glorious future. A future that is all about God himself and living with him forever on the shores of heaven in his glory. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for a hope that isn't dead, Lord. Thank you so much for a hope that cannot be defeated, that cannot die, Lord, but you've given us a hope that is secured by your almighty hand a hope that is filled with your resurrection power that proves that you hold power over death itself. It proves that you give us, Lord, eternal life. We see that Christ was the first fruits of the promise, a promise of a glorious future where we get to live with you, that you can be our God and we can be your people. Lord, I don't know what Whoever needs to hear this message today is going through, Lord. But help us to be willing to have the faith that we can activate. Give us the shield, Lord, where we can trust you, Lord, with whatever we're going through. Fill us with your undying light, Lord. Fill us with your eternal hope so that we can live the life that you've called for us. The life that is filled with purpose and promise through our living hope, Jesus Christ. We ask all this to the praise of your glory in the name of our one and only Savior, Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, amen. Thank you for joining us. 
on this week's 10-Minute Discipleship. We look forward to seeing you on the next. God bless. May the peace of Christ be with you always.